0: Huey, I don't want this to be an interview in the ordinary sense of the word. Uh, I would like to give you the opportunity to say whatever you have to say. Your trial, I believe, is slated to start on the 10th. (coughs) And once the trial has started, the whole relationship between uh, you and the outside world will in some way change. And what I would like you to do is use this as an opportunity, if you wish, to make a full statement. If you wanted to divide it between things that you are addressing to the black community and things you'd like to address to the white community, then that's all right, too. So I, w- I would like to be framed in whatever way you would like. To, uh, to have it done and we can you know all of this that I'm saying now we can we can edit out but I just assume have it on tape uh, so that you can
1: yes um, I, I think that it could be air woven in the uh, in the complete conversation instead of making uh, uh, directing statements to the black community and then the white we could uh we could uh, direct both of them at uh, simultaneous
0: fine fine Uh, well I expect that you had enough people ask you about uh, your personal uh, involvement in how it all got started and so on do you want to go into any more of that well uh, I think that uh, most
1: people are aware of the uh, start of the panther but um I could explain or recapitulate uh because many people get the wrong uh, view of our organization that uh the Black Panther Party is a uh, political party and that uh we have a political uh platform and uh definitely a political aim that um, the our aims and goals are liberation of the uh black community um, freedom of the black community, and in short, uh, political power of the black people, which we don't have at this point. And um, yeah. we feel that uh, black politics have uh, been mishandled uh, for many years. Matter of fact, uh, it's been mishandled um, ever, ever since the uh, black people started to engage in the uh, so-called uh, American uh, politics and this was after uh, the Emancipation Proclamation and uh, Black Reconstruction. Uh, black people have been uh, misled uh, as far as uh, the uh, definition of uh, political power. That um, during uh, the Eman- during uh, Black Reconstruction, um, Many black people were led to believe that to have a political representative in office would uh, mean also uh, political power. Uh, the Black Panther Party has found that uh, this is not necessarily so, that the only way that uh, one can have political power is to have uh, a strong uh, base behind him, and uh, the people uh are the backbone of this power but um, during black reconstruction where we had uh some uh black representatives in uh congress and uh representatives from uh many of the southern states where most black people were um, they were engaging in a uh, politics that was actually somewhat absurd uh, because they uh were representing a people without power, and um to explain this that uh we would have to examine the uh the nature of um uh, the uh black people's the black masses situation in the south at that time that um uh after emancipation proclamation that uh, black people were offered uh or promised rather. Uh, land and equipment uh, that uh, they could provide uh, for themselves and uh, of course this this land was never given and in effect uh, all we were given was uh, these political representatives that were supposed to seek uh, rights and freedom for black people Uh, these political representatives were any uh, non effective uh, for the simple reason that no one had to listen to them in the political arena that they were operating in because they were they couldn 't offer a political consequence after they expressed the desires of the people uh, there was nothing more done simply if they were if the, if the uh, demands were not met uh, because the people uh, didn 't have control of the land or uh the means of production at the time, so um the people the other uh people, the white people in the political arena had a power behind them because they owned land uh they owned uh, uh tools for production, and uh thereby they controlled the land, and uh these white politicians, when they didn't get what they wanted uh or, if the people didn 't get what they want whom they represented, uh, then the people would uh, act in such a fashion to uh, deliver a uh, a consequence uh, to the uh, the general society, and they would do this by um, uh, by not cooperating in say some uh, some uh, industrial area at the mm-hmm. time uh some uh feudal area farm area uh the farmers uh, if they didn't feel that they were treated uh fairly uh they simply wouldn't sell their goods uh, on the open market or on the uh uh, they would uh, let their their uh, their uh, foodstuffs right in the field and uh, try to convince uh, the other people of society that they should be heard. Uh, black people were unable to do this, so they were left at a at a level of a beggar because the political representative who was supposed to be representing us uh, would uh, demand um, certain rights and uh, after uh he didn't receive it that people were forced to be mute because they didn't um, they didn't have the the uh the tools to deliver this consequence well this went on for some time and finally the uh, very political representative was ousted out of office and i think that uh and uh after uh he was ousted out of office that uh black people in general uh, uh remained in uh, primarily the same position they were, that they were in before he went into office. And in fact, they even quit voting, largely. That's right. Uh, they were disillusioned uh, with the political arena completely, that uh, and rightfully so, uh, because while uh, the black... Uh, intellectuals at the time and the representatives, uh, many of them were very uh, equipped. Uh, They had been educated in uh, Canada and France and so forth. They were more educated than many many of the the white people in the South. So uh, the people uh, were disillusioned, the mass of the people were disillusioned with the uh, political arena completely and uh, matter of fact uh, they had some uh reservations about it in the first place, while the black intellectuals and politicians were going around saying that we would get freedom uh through the vote uh Black people were chanting in the days of jubilee, we'll have forty acres and two mules in the days of jubilee and uh so the people uh seemed to always recognize uh where their real power was located um uh, It was the uh the black bourgeoisie are the uh, black intellectuals who were deceived um, a- after this that uh um, after black people were put out of the political arena uh we were um, in pretty near the same position as we were even before slavery matter in some instances even worse because uh, we were uh, uh totally uh, unemployed. And uh, when we were enslaved, we were taken care of, uh, it's, uh, if you can say taken care of, that um, we did get some food, and uh, we did have uh, uh, a shack to sleep in, but after uh, people, the white people, the Southerners, didn't need us anymore, we didn't have any place to go. Um, so uh, black people started to, uh, some started to come north uh, to the Promised Land. But to skip a period of time now, I would like to uh, make a correlation between the current happenings. And uh, it seems that uh, history has never played itself over again, repeats itself, but there are many similarities and things that happened in the past and the present. And uh, I'd like to point out uh, Adam Clayton Powell being put out of uh, office uh, in uh, New York, Uh, and the people of Harlem. because uh, they have uh, very, very little control, or matter of fact, no control over uh, any power area, and the power power can be really divided, or you can analyze. Then uh, a, a uh, you have uh, economical power, or industrial power, and you have feudal power, or control of land, and uh, military power, and. Um, according to John Hope Franklin that the reason black reconstruction failed was because of a lack of economical and military power that um matter of fact uh, shortly after the Civil War that uh that um Abraham Lincoln was uh very uh um very much afraid that if he didn't disarm uh, the uh, black people, that uh, we would uh, engage in guerrilla warfare and really gain our freedom, or attempt to gain our freedom. So we were disarmed. So uh, even at the present time, that uh, we lack uh, economical power, uh, uh, feudal power, and uh, military power. So um, <coughs> we're left in a position as uh, beggars in the political arena. Um even up to this time that after Adam Clayton Powell was kicked out of uh out of uh Congress that he was uh um, um that he was uh the black people could do little more than uh voice an opinion about it and um if we were in control of economical power or even military power, we could have uh, engaged and, uh, and uh, caused a political consequence for the general power structure. But uh, because we've never had this power, um, there's been little progress as far as towards freedom. Um, at this time, the uh, Black Panther Party has, has realized of uh, power, and uh, we say that uh, power is the ability to, to, to uh, define phenomenon and then make it act in a desired manner, and that uh, the uh, Black Panther Party has attempted to, um, to uh, erect a power base by uh, educating the black community to what real power is about and as we analyze it, that uh, it is impossible now for us to compete with the uh, enterprises and the uh, uh, people who control uh, the industry uh, simply because these people gained their uh, tremendous power through exploiting us in the first place. Slave labor uh, (coughs) was the cause of the production or or was the creation of the industrialized North. and. the uh, land that we were supposed to get I understand the Standard Oil and uh, some other big monopolies uh, receive that land and of course some white southerners uh, uh, also uh, shared in this um, uh, in stealing this land from black people so um, Uh, The Black Panther Party says that we can't compete with the people who've uh, enslaved us to uh, gain their wealth, that uh, not economically. And, uh, of course, that uh, no one is going to give us any land. And uh, so we're left in a situation of having but one choice, and that choice is that uh, we are going to gain political power by any means necessary. And when we uh, really boil it down, we see that... um, We only have a few means and maybe uh, as uh, we see it, uh, uh, there's really no alternative The alarm itself in a political fashion and uh, be a political threat to this uh, power structure. Uh, So we have the power of uh, potentially being destructive to this country and that uh, the trend is now that uh, when black people are um, or, uh, brutalized when black people are exploited to such an extent, uh, that we can't stand anymore, you see a physical reaction. And, uh, this is, uh, in keeping with, uh, Chairman Mao's statement that political power grows through the barrel of a gun. And that, uh, many people, uh, think this is ridiculous. Uh, mm-hmm. but no one has presented any, uh, program, uh, to compete with this, uh, uh, this, uh, capitalistic power structure and are, tr- are, uh, have been successful in trying to convince them at a conference table that, uh, black people should, uh, gain freedom, uh, equality and justice. Uh, matter of fact, that, uh, up until, um, the time when black people started to, uh, take to the streets and, uh, destroying property and, uh, destroying, uh, uh... means of production uh... that we're focused on now and we're heard and we're heard simply because uh... this country only understands power the whole country was erected upon uh... upon uh, power so white people who are in control know very well what power is about and um, we say that uh... black people should uh, give some consideration uh... to the, the amount of strength that uh, we have latent, that uh, if it uh, were developed, then uh, we could negotiate because uh, concessions would be made when sees that uh, black people will no longer um, take no for an answer. And that um, people are always very concerned, especially in America, because it's basically a materialistic country. Uh, They're very concerned about uh, the safe uh, keeping of their property that they've stolen and the freedom that they've stolen. Uh, If they see that uh, their very existence uh, rests upon uh, the freedom of black people and all people, matter of fact, then I'm sure they'll make some concession. The... um
0: Black Panther program, and in fact the program of uh, all black organizations in varying degrees of intensity, it seems to me uh, are demanding a fundamental change in the setup of uh, of our society. It's always seemed to me that the uh, black community was the only community in this country where there was enough actual pressure to produce or spearhead, at least, any revolutionary change uh, in the in this country. And I see the enormous change in the temper and the type of subject that black people wish to discuss. When I first was at the microphone 11 years ago, uh, I got nothing but the nonviolent types out of the South, who talked about God and, and brotherhood and uh, being allowed to sit down at lunch counters, or ride in buses. And uh, I kept wondering how long it would be before they would speak in different terms. Uh, now they speak in different terms. And it seems to me that what you're asking for, see, people are so hung up on this business of somebody's got a gun, They're not really thinking beyond that many of them to the other points that are in the program, in the program of, of the Black Panthers, because it's a revolutionary program. If right. every cop in Oakland dropped dead tomorrow morning, uh, it wouldn't change the bad housing, it wouldn't change the lack of jobs, uh, it wouldn't change the, the, the rats and the poor health services and, and, and all these other things uh, that the ghetto population puts up with. Now uh, you know it seems to me that what you're asking for is revolutionary change
1: um yes b- before you have any change, first, black people have to gain political power, and uh this is why that uh I thought it it's uh, very necessary to to explain where and what uh this political power is, what stuff is it made of um of course uh Uh, as far as uh, the general structure is concerned, the general structure is an exploitive structure starting with the um, um, enslavement of black people uh, for the profit gain of the the power structure and uh, they used us until they didn't need us anymore and then they uh, gave us a so called Emancipation Proclamation which really was an unemployment uh, pass and um, that uh, we've we remained unemployed until about World War One, where the white soldiers went off to fight, and they needed to send the factories uh, to gain uh, exploit us, and uh, we became skilled, and uh, they uh, probably made very much money off of our skills, and the soldiers came back, and they didn't need us in the factories anymore, and we became domestic servants uh, and um, janitors again, and... Uh, that, uh, that they didn't even need us for this to any large degree and we became uh, unemployed again. Uh, so the very uh, nature of society with the, uh, the greed for profit, uh, the, the, the system where the administrators, the ones who really control the government, remember not the government administrators, but uh, the people whom they are, are uh, representing. And they represent power blocks. They represent industrial blocks. They represent people who own land, people who own property. Black people have never uh, uh, really, uh, it hasn't ever been in our best interest. And we haven't ever uh, gained uh, anything by the capitalistic system. <clears throat> the, um, uh, while well, capital, capitalism, uh, uh, and when you think of capitalism, you assume the theory of uh, free enterprise, where uh, one person can compete with the other, and that uh, he has just as much right to, if he works harder, he will gain more land and more money. And uh, this uh, assumes something else, that the people have this freedom to compete with each other, or the free enterprise theory, that black people have never engaged in free enterprise, that... Uh, when the move was uh, to the west that black people were, were slaves and that uh, when the cowboys and the frontier men were uh, staking up land to compete with each other that uh, we played no part in this. The only part we played in was to uh, make it possible for them to engage in free enterprise so uh, free enterprise and capitalism has only been destructive to black people and we're demanding a uh, drastic change, uh, revolutionary. Um, within our platform, it's, it's explained that uh, uh, first that uh, to be born uh, in any country um, and uh, to be born in this country uh, that the man has a right to live and to... Uh, To live, he's going to have to provide for himself and his family. So therefore, it's up to the administrators to provide him with work. And it has nothing to do with the amount of education he has, because then that would be uh, a very cruel discrimination, as they do today. The man who's uh, uneducated, uh, he doesn't deserve to live. This is the line of thinking, uh, I guess, they operate upon. The man who's educated, he deserves to live. And then uh if you analyze it further you'll see that uh the man who's robbed uh, uh historically for this living is a man who ends up with the advantage. And the people who are the victim who made it possible for him to be put in a situation of learning uh were um, the people that he uh exploited uh for his own uh, personal interest. So uh um, the Black Panther Party demands uh full housing uh decent housing rather uh, that's fit for uh, 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 human beings to live in We demand full employment uh this uh, country uh, with this system with the institutions that it, that it has and that's private um, uh, uh, private property and uh capitalism or uh or um private ownership uh, has proven that they're, either they won't give a full employment uh, or they're not, uh, uh, they can't or they just won't. They're not interested in it. So, um, but as far as what are we going to do about this and that uh, if people are afraid, uh, I don't believe that uh, they're really afraid of guns. Uh, if it was really so, if the majority of them were, were afraid of guns, then they would demand that their armed forces be disarmed. And uh that their uh police uh, uh officer which is the actually the local army be disarmed and the national guard be disarmed, but they only uh become afraid when the victim starts arming himself and uh in a political fashion, and as far as uh the demands that we um that we say um and how we go about this as far as the um Uh, the power that uh, we're going to develop, that we are developing, I think is in keeping with all uh, colonized people. And uh, we are colonized people. We always have been. And uh, now we're sort of in a decentralized colony uh, because with the black community spread all over the country. But nevertheless that uh, we're treated as uh, other people in foreign countries who are colonized. And uh, the establishment uh, acts very much like the colonizer and uh, uses us uh, for his interests whenever he wants to and uh, our work never benefits us it only makes him richer but uh, in these other countries where people have uh, uh, have uh, sought to gain their freedom uh, they went about it in a way so that um, they could first gain power than the people and they didn't go around talking about uh... uh uh, trying to persuade the um the explorer that to change his ways but perhaps they did it for a time as we as, as we have done it for a time but uh they arm themselves and um they uh uh topple uh the explorer, and uh then they uh administered a uh a um a system that would be beneficial to most uh, there was no real contradiction between them uh uh tearing down and rooting out the system to uh place a new one as far as uh, uh your statement that if uh if the uh, police were uh, driven out of the community, there would be no change I doubt this seriously uh, because of uh certain things that has happened in other countries, for instance in Cuba. Where uh, a few armed men uh, with uh, Fidel Castro and Che Guevara went into the hills uh, to change the general structure. And uh, when they drove uh, Baptista's army out who was aided by America and thereby driving America out, uh, they did change their system. So they did get decent housing, they're attempting now to uh, get more uh, housing for the people. They are uh, creating the educational system uh, that's beneficial to most of the people. Uh, What kept them from it? Nothing but the gun. Uh, The gun of the reactionary army uh, that was uh, um, in the puppet government uh, that was um, actually uh, put there by America and supported by America. Uh, as America, as America, uh, supports, uh, many, uh, puppet governments, as they support the, uh, puppet government of South Vietnam. Uh, so, I'm inclined to believe that, uh, if the might, if the force is, uh, taken away, or if the force is matched in, uh, through some strategic means, uh, where that, uh, it'll be very difficult for the uh, local, national, and um, authorities to deal with the black community, then uh, the change will be uh, at hand. But before this time, before we develop this power, then uh, we will reach because as soon as uh, they disagree with us, they will simply send in their uh, their police force and their National Guard, and then, as they did in Detroit, their 82nd Airborne. Uh, So it seems to be a trend that uh, that simply uh, uh, power uh, understands power, and that uh, without this understanding, I don't believe there will be any change in this country.
0: But that change would bring about revolutionary changes in the structure of our society if it could be achieved.
1: Uh, it it definitely will be uh, for the simple reason that the Black Panther Party uh, has anything to say about it that we have uh, uh, we realize the uh, the uh, defects of the system now and that uh, matter of fact the corruption of the system and uh, we realize that uh, the whole uh, uh, institution and the system must be destroyed and replaced with a new one and uh, we talk about uh... Uh, decent housing and uh, within the platform we uh, state that if the uh, private uh, landlords will, will not uh, make decent housing for us, uh, then uh, we will uh, uh, nationalize the housing uh, and uh, make decent housing for ourselves and we will then put pressure upon the uh,
0: the uh, national government authorities to aid us uh, in this. Do you see any natural uh, or even necessary connection between the uh, black movement, uh, the black militant movement, and, uh, and the other black movements, which in a sense are saying the same thing, uh, but perhaps uh, not coupling it with quite as outspoken a position as, as yours, and the white radical movement? Uh-huh
1: i say that um, the um liberation movements uh, in general are saying uh, primarily the same thing that we want freedom and that uh, we're demanding an equal share of the wealth uh but in many cases i think that um uh, mm-hmm. that uh many of the groups don't understand uh uh the the uh, the uh, problems or the, uh, that we'll have in operating within this uh, American system or this capitalistic system. Uh, many of the groups uh, uh, believe that uh, we can gain freedom uh, within the structure as it's organized now and uh, it's no need to change the general system. I think this is a, a basic uh, difference between uh the Black Panther Party and uh some other militant groups, and I think that's it's a matter of education for this group which um, the Black Panther Party is also an educational vanguard that uh, we are attempting to educate the uh, black militants and uh, uh, the black uh, freedom movement in general and also educate the uh, white revolutionaries of the mother country who uh, many of them are sincere in their uh, quest for uh, freedom and justice and uh, many of them don't understand uh, what we'll have to do to gain this freedom and nor do they understand the changes that will have to be made in the general structure uh, so we attempt to um, to educate these uh other groups uh, and the, the uh, these other parts of the community please what will be necessary to gain our freedom and uh when I say that uh, black people are arming themselves i'm not uh, uh, i don't mean to imply that we're arming ourselves to go out and um say tomorrow and tear down uh, the American structure, what we are doing is um uh, very similar to what um, um, countries such as uh, Vietnam and uh, with the National Liberation Front, uh, countries such as China. I would like to explain the relation, the relationship that goes on between uh, China and uh, say uh, Vietnam and America. Um, Number one, uh, the Vietnamese people uh, don't uh, have any uh, uh, illusion of uh, defeating America as far as tearing America down or uh, capturing many American prisoners. And uh, this is not their victory. Their victory is any time that America stops op- stops oppressing them and uh, pulls out of their country. And um, that... Uh, the dialogue that goes on between uh, China and America, that uh, uh, China says that, uh, well, we have a thermonuclear blast and that uh, we know you have it also. So uh, either... Um you will uh, give some consideration to the people of Vietnam or else uh, that you'll suffer a political consequence and that uh, but nothing happens it's sort of a stalemate that uh, China doesn't drop any bomb because America realizes China's strength that she has the potential to do this and also China realizes that America uh, has a uh, potential to uh, cause a great um, uh, people of China so uh there's a stalemate but so either uh you have to inflict the power or that it, uh it's what I call flexing the power. You have to let the power structure know that you have this ability uh, to cause this consequence for them. And uh when black people start letting the power structure know that we do have this ability to, uh, to, to deliver a consequence if we don't get our freedom then uh, perhaps there will be
0: some uh, changes made. But the kind of uh, sporadic and spontaneous violence uh, which uh, has happened and which is expected to happen again is not the kind of self-defense and building of a power block that you are basically talking about, is it? Uh, no,
1: that um, I'm talking about something um, uh, in the line of uh, what the Vietnamese people talk about. The Vietnamese people are armed strictly for self-defense, and um, if, it were, if it were left up to them, they wouldn't fight a single day, I'm sure, uh, because they're suffering a great hardship uh, by having to engage in uh, warfare, and um but they've worked out a strategy where that even though America has a great technology and uh great uh advancement and uh the military weapon, uh they offset this because with the strategy that they have developed, uh which is called guerrilla warfare. And that uh as far as this country is concerned, that uh I've heard many of the government officials and uh the um uh, corrupt local official, uh, officials talk about uh, talk black people are going to uh, uh, attempt, what they're saying in essence is black people are going to attempt to gain their freedom by force and uh, they're just going to suffer for it and uh, they, they uh, seem to think that uh, black people will continue to go out and try to match arm for arm that uh, black people uh, are learning now through the education of the uh, Black Panther Party and other uh, enlightened revolutionaries that um, the way to victory is a long one and uh, it, it won't happen uh, with trying to match the technological uh, te- technological developments that, that this country has uh, as far as the spontaneous uh, riots that the Black Panther Party stands against is and. Uh, at the present time, and I say at the present time, because um, um well, number one that um we've observed uh, other people getting their freedom, but uh in this country, we run into a situation that's different than uh, any of these other people, uh or as far as the Latin American Revolution and the revolution uh in Southeast Asia that uh the uh, terrain is much different. Uh, that the people, it's uh, basically undeveloped countries, and uh, uh, it's not an urban country. And here we um, we um, we have the problem of uh, of uh, engaging uh, with the power structure in an urban situation, and uh, we don't really have any uh, any. Um, any uh blueprint to go by because uh it hasn't ever happened in a urban uh country uh for some time but um as i remember or as i have read that uh the french revolution uh was uh i think could be seder- considered considered uh, somewhat of an urban uh revolution uh, where france uh fell and the bourgeoisie uh fell and uh it was uh, it uh, was similar to an uh, uh urban riot in this country and um I understand that the the masses of the population was very uh unorganized uh but the um uh, Their quest for freedom was so strong until, uh, and they were unified in this quest, they went out and uh, literally uh, tore the foundation out of France and the ruling class at the time. So uh, as far as the future of our revolution, um, I don't know what turns it will take, but at the present time, uh, I would advise against the spontaneous riots. And uh, one way that this can be done is through uh, publications that our party has uh, a a weekly paper, the Black Panther, it's called, and um, we uh, teach the correct methods uh, for liberation uh, within the paper, and uh, we um, see that uh, there's much need for uh, direction, and we attempt to give this direction uh, to the
0: uh, revolutionary people of America. I've been told by many people from the South that uh, in wide areas of the South now, uh, the people are universally uh, armed, Uh, and yet there has been no overt attack on the white community, but that nevertheless uh, there are boundaries uh, which the white uh, authorities uh, no longer attempt to Cross, and in the meantime, the organizations are attempting, in some way, with uh, within the the structure, uh, a spontaneous riot, for example, that might be precipitated by, you know, anything, whatever, uh, in Detroit, in Oakland, uh, in Harlem, uh, might, in fact, at this stage, give the police uh, and the authorities the uh, opening that they are waiting for. And at this stage, perhaps the the strength of the of the militant aspects uh, of, of, uh, of of the black movement uh, could be wiped out. Um. Well, I um,
1: I doubt very seriously whether the the uh, black movement for freedom can be wiped out. To do this, you would have to wipe out uh, 30 million black people. Or more, so as far as the uh, leaders uh, leaders come, and uh, unfortunately uh, leaders go, leaders are assassinated, uh, murdered, uh, but yet the uh, black people march on, and um, as far as I fear of being uh, wiped out, uh, that uh, we have no fear whatsoever um, of uh, being wiped out by the power structure because we realize that uh, as the um, the uh, saying goes that uh, you can kill the dreamer but not the dream and uh, so we feel that uh, our teachings will go on and uh, if, uh, if um, people will identify with the uh, the party's leadership uh, this is what we ask for if we can instill or project a, uh, a philosophy that is acceptable to the people then we will serve our purpose um, as far as the police waiting for a chance to come into the black communities uh they have a chance in Detroit to slaughter people uh and uh Watts, uh, uh even in uh, Oakland here in Newark and uh they've they've come in and they've slaughtered people and uh by them slaughtering people uh they which was very unfortunate uh... but they raised the consciousness of many people. The people realized uh, what danger that they are in and um, that was a uh... in many cases it uh... there was a positive uh... effect as far as the, the people who survived the uh... the uh... Um, the uh... slaughter by the armed forces and uh... What it did, uh, it uh, promoted the uh, consciousness. It lifted the consciousness of the people, and also it taught them. Uh, it was sort of a dress rehearsal of taught them, if nothing more, of what not is to be done, what what not to do, and that is to uh, go in the streets in a very organized fashion and uh, be sitting ducks for um, uh, for the military to shoot them down, and. Uh, I think that everyone will agree that uh, what happened in Detroit was much more sophisticated as far as maneuvers on the people's part than what happened in Watts. That uh, in Detroit, uh, Detroit uh, learned from Watts. And that's one of the reasons that the Black Panther Party are activists, that uh, we realize that black people are either illiterate or semi-literate, the masses of us, and that uh, we don't read very much even though uh, certain tactics are laid down in literature but because uh, uh, we're not a reading people that uh, we don't observe but we do observe activity and that uh, we're educated by our mistakes and um, every time that uh, there's rebellion there, there's things learned uh, in general and I think that uh, this is not only true of this country it's true of uh, every other country where uh, a resistance and a, even a, a successful revolution occurred. That the people, uh, one of the reasons that um, you have a small group of people like 12 men in Cuba who went to the hills. Those 12 men, I'm sure, uh, they realized that they couldn't uh, uh, topple the uh the uh, corrupt government of Cuba but uh, they also realized that the people were uh, illiterate uh, they were not readers but at the same time they, uh, they, the people basically were activists and they identified
0: with successful action we have to in this community uh, there has been a great deal of attention focused on this whole situation partly because of your case partly because of the Hutton case the Eldridge Cleaver case Uh, I personally have had a sort of hope uh, I can't put it more than that that this area is more aware and has become increasingly aware down through the years, particularly the younger people in the community, beginning with the UAC riots, the FSM, uh, the draft resistance movement, uh, all sorts of of, uh, uh, growth which has taken place in this community. I'm told by people who visit this part of the world from other parts of the United States that there is a perceptible difference in the whole political climate of this area. Right now, there are white people, uh, not only the coalition with the uh, Peace and Freedom Party, which developed at their conference, but uh, unorganized uh, white people who are asking, and meaning it, I think, what they can do Uh, Do you feel there uh, is a possibility that in this area at least we might be able to bring about some of the basic changes which would be necessary to have a solid community and that it could possibly be done through political and organizational and educational means? I mean, what is the role of, of the white person in this community? who genuinely wishes to align themselves with the struggle for black liberation in the full sense of that word.
1: Um, in the first place, I would like to start again and make something quite clear because uh, people refuse to accept it as a truth and that... Uh, that uh, I think it's very true, and the first thing, is let's get well, what, what politics is about again, and uh, our definition uh, is that uh, politics is a war without bloodshed, and war is politics with bloodshed. Even though politics has particular, it's, its particular characteristics uh, that are peaceful in nature, when these uh, characteristics are exhausted. And that uh, the people who are demanding uh, don't get what they want, then politics is continued, and it usually ends up into a physical conflict, which is called war, and uh, which is a very political action because the people are still trying to achieve uh, their liberation, freedom, and justice. So um, I make no division between uh, the politics of war and uh, the, po- the other characteristics of politics. I think at this point that uh, the black people over um, a few hundred years have uh, exhausted uh, the peaceful means. I think that we've gained everything we can possibly gain through peaceful means. And that uh, now it's uh, at a point where white people, if they... uh, have not if they don't think they've exhausted the means to bring about change, then they could put pressure upon uh the uh controllers of the means of production and the uh, government officials to uh, uh to uh stop their uh, oppressive ways to uh to uh, revolutionize the government to uh to change the system completely so that um uh, the people will be in control of the means so we can employ ourselves. And also within this, uh, it's very complicated in this country because uh, it's my belief that black people uh, have a right to uh, secede the Union uh, and uh, be a free republic uh, if they so desire. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the demands that we make is that um, after we gain uh uh, the necessary power, then, uh, which is part of our program, matter of fact, that we will, uh, uh, we will, uh, ask for a plebiscite set up by the UN, and we'll have, uh, um, uh, UN, uh, uh advisors to, uh, come in to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, see that black people, uh, get a vote. And uh, we will vote as a people to see if we want to stay a part of this country or not uh, we 've never uh, been treated fairly in this country we've never received justice in this country, and many black people are disillusioned with the uh, with the uh, position uh, that we have here, and that uh, we might want uh, some land of our own. but as far as what uh, white um, people who are uh, conscious of the uh, shortcomings of the uh, this uh, structure, uh, they can uh, aid the uh, uh, revolutionary people of the black community, and uh, they can also put uh, pressure upon the government and upon the uh, private owners uh, to uh, change the system. And when I say, excuse me, change the system, uh, I'm... Uh, I'm uh, also including that I don't believe that uh, the private owner uh, can actually uh, give uh, full employment. Uh, number one, because of his, uh, because of his uh, profit motive that uh, he's only going to uh, try to get richer and uh, um, to uh, pay the people as little as possible. So uh, I think that they have a tremendous job on their hands to uh, to change the basic economical structure of the country. And uh, I don't know any time in history where a government has been changed, uh, where uh, you had a private uh, profit uh, motive there, and suddenly they changed and became humanitarian and uh, instituted a, a socialized government. And uh, that the Black Panther Party... Uh, advocates uh, the people owning the means of production, the people owning the housing or controlling the housing through elected uh, elected uh, administrators. And so that then these administrators would be at the mercy of the people and the administrators will, uh, will uh, organize the people's um, wealth in such a manner where the people uh, enjoy uh, a high standard um i don't think that uh i, I don't think that uh, there, there's ever been a time in history where this change has co- have come has have, has come through a uh, through any peaceful means although uh i would like to see this uh i would like to see it happen for the first time in this country but i doubt seriously whether uh uh
0: that this will happen well many of the of the programs which are suggested uh by uh, people in the white community uh, are things which might um, help a few individuals. Uh, I gather that you would prefer uh, the uh, interested members of the white community uh, to address themselves to the basic uh, structure. Uh, rather than to try to uh, improve conditions slightly uh, by uh, various types of of reform. Uh, That kind of thing, I think, uh, is something that many people are interested in trying to do, and with goodwill. But uh, it doesn't seem to me that what you say uh, adds up to being... uh, that that would be what would be really acceptable. In other words, you can go into the ghetto and you can uh, open day nurseries or you can uh, uh, you can uh, get uh, a better medical clinic or uh, you, you can do some of these things. These are things that I think many people in the white community uh, would be happy to, to try to do something about and that there are probably people in the black community who might welcome this but this is not really what you're talking about. Um, Or do you think that the two things can work together? Do you think that in the effort to try to improve the surface uh, manifestations of our society, that people learn something which would lead them uh, uh, to agree with your point of view?
1: I think that uh, black people welcome... uh, any uh, solution, uh, a short-term solution that will ease the burden and uh, the Black Panther Party uh, uh, more or less attempts to uh, interpret the desire of the community and then organize uh, their uh, desires in some uh, systematic fashion so that uh, we could uh... set up uh... an administration to give them what they want now uh... as far as uh... Um, um, uh... the black panther party welcomes uh... any uh... change in the community for instance if, if someone interested person uh... wanted to uh... give money to the black community so that we can set up our uh... uh... day nurseries hospitals and uh... so forth that uh, we welcome this effort uh because it, it, it doesn't even uh it doesn't even uh uh it doesn't even uh it wouldn't it wouldn't even it wouldn't even be uh in a counter-revolutionary fashion as it is in in some other countries that i can imagine that where uh many uh progressive or revolutionary people would speak against this uh for the simple reason it tends to uh to give the people the illusion that they can gain their freedom uh through these short-term um, uh reforms uh in this country black people are so frustrated uh black people have been uh enslaved so long until, uh, uh, no one can give them, no one can pay them off or with a short reform to satisfy us. Uh, if this were the case, then the poverty programs would have stopped all insurrections. Uh, but the poverty program has not stopped, uh, the rebellions. Uh, even though, as far as the poverty program is concerned, that we don't speak directly against the poverty program, we educate the community and show them where the poverty program will not, uh, um, will not liberate us. Uh, the poverty program is just what uh, it says it is. It's a program for poverty, and uh, it's a program to perpetuate pro- poverty. And uh, even though a few people, a handful of people in the community are, um, quote, uh, helped, uh, it ends up that uh, the people who need the help uh, uh, who don't need the help are getting uh, most help out of it. And these are the people who are, are highly educated, and uh, they're getting the, the incomes, the large incomes from the poverty program. Uh, so uh, as far as the black community is concerned, it wouldn't stifle a liberation move for some interested people who happen to be naive to come and to uh, give monies for uh, for little reforms, um, a few of our people will be helped, and uh, but the mass of our people will not be uh, deceived that uh, this is the answer to the problem. The answer is more basic than that. The answer is um, is a is a complete change because we know that these little reforms won't give full employment we know that these uh, reforms will not uh, make decent housing for all of our people and um, that because it won't make decent housing for all our people then the revolution will go on if it did make uh, decent housing, full employment, uh, justice in the courts then uh, of course uh, it wouldn't be a reform then it would be a revolutionary thing and we would welcome it wholeheartedly because it would not only save uh uh many white people from uh destruction it would save many black
0: people What else would you like to talk about Huey um,
1: one point is that uh the uh our, the Black Panther uh party's program <coughs> Uh, is a, uh, a program that can be instituted immediately with uh, what we just finished talking about was uh, certain minor reforms uh, this country is not even prepared to give minor uh, reforms the Black Panther program can be interpreted on a level where it's uh, simply a reform program and that uh, for instance uh, we demand uh, that the police uh, the, that acts as an occupying army in our community withdraw. Be able to um, set up a uh, a uh, judicial structure and also a police structure, so that uh, we will have people patrolling, excuse me, and safeguarding our community who are who have respect and esteem. Excuse me. We have respect and esteem for the, um, the black community. We demand that uh, if we're going to have police in our community, that they live in our community and that uh, we, are, we constantly suffer from, a, uh, uh, from unfair trials. Whenever we're brought to trial, we're tried by uh, not members of our peer group as the Constitution gives us a right. Uh, but we're un, uh, we're tried by an all-white middle-class jury with uh, sometimes one black middle-class person in the jury who doesn't understand the community either, that um, we demand that we have a court structure that's controlled by our community and uh, these are are some little things that uh, small reforms that uh, the power structure uh, are unwilling to give and that um, we, uh, but within our platform, uh, as I said that it can be interpreted on a level, we realize that the reforms won't, uh, give liberation, but, uh, in the platform and the, uh, ten points of what we believe, that, uh, then we express the, um, the desire, uh, for a complete, uh, change in the structure, and we point out the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, oppressive, uh, uh, seemingly innate uh, oppressive uh, uh, things uh, in the uh, structure as it exists. Uh, we make a point that uh, we want all uh, black prisoners released from the many uh, jails and prisons, and that um, this is this seems uh, uh, very radical. But in fact, we realize that uh, about. Uh, 99% uh, percent, or I think I would be safe to say 100% of the black prisoners haven't received a fair trial and that uh, the Constitution of the United States already uh, gives us a right to have this and the power structure doesn't even follow uh, its own Constitution. So this is why that we can expect uh, uh, really little from the power structure when uh, the power structure uh, doesn't even live up to the things that it promises and gives to the rest of the citizens in the country. So uh, black people are slowly, well up until this point they were slowly, now they're rapidly realizing uh, the shortcomings of the structure and uh, they are going about to make a change and it's happening now from the grassroots level. Uh, people uh seem to divide attempt to di- to divide the two <coughs> movements into uh into uh two separate uh two separate categories they talk about the uh peace movement uh the nonviolent movement talk about the uh the crazy radical uh black militants you know and um uh, they um uh, they seem to think that there has been up and t- uh, they think to seem that, uh, seem to think that there are two different, uh, tactics that are being used. And I disagree with this. Uh, I think that, uh, all of the things that, uh, have been gained, uh, and that's very little. That has been gained uh, through the uh, the nonviolent or the peace movement has only uh, been gained because uh, there was a latent force uh, behind them, and of course, at the negotiating table. And when these uh, nonviolent demonstrators uh, will go down, uh, the power structure—they're uh, not complete fools. They see that uh, there's unrest, and that these people. Who are participating? Or uh, behind them, they look. The power structure looks over their shoulder, and they see uh, destruction behind. They see uh, uh, the masses of the people prepared to go up in arms. Um, uh, many people in the, the so-called nonviolent movement uh, they don't realize what the power structure is seeing when uh, when it looks over their shoulder. And uh, maybe they don't see it because, uh, after all, they have their backs to the masses, and the power structure, they're facing the, uh, the masses by facing the nonviolent uh, person. Uh, only he's seeing more than the nonviolent person is seeing. He's seeing that uh, if uh, the things that King talked about, if they're not gained then uh, there's someone behind King who happens to be illiterate, uneducated, and uh, who understands only one program, and that's the program of
0: physical force. And these are the people that we represent. And yet you are using uh, every method which is open to you. Uh, I presume uh, that that's the reason why uh, uh, you have... Are engaging in fact in electoral politics uh, as uh, exemplified by the uh, coalition with the Peace and Freedom Party
1: uh, with the as in uh, most of them haven't uh, ever divorced the uh, they've understood the the uh, apparently two movements, but as we we see it, it's always it always has been one, and it's one now. But what has happened? <coughs> Suddenly, uh, those people that the uh, power structure was w- were looking at are very afraid of have become somewhat articulate, and uh, they now can not only um, uh, deliver the force, they also can express uh, their desires. And i think that uh that malcolm um malcolm x uh pointed it out very well when he uh referred to uh to um to martin luther king and uh later uh, just before his assassination where he was uh, attempting to unify uh the uh the complete uh, black movement and that uh, he realized that uh, King wasn't asking really for anything different than that he was asking for. That uh, the only uh, different was that he realized uh, Malcolm X realized that the power structure would only change when some force uh, was even uh, either inflicted or force uh, was threatened uh, to be inflicted if if black people need what they want. So um, at this point, the uh, the, the black uh, militants. Uh, are uh, now voicing and articulating their, uh, the grievance of the, uh, the grassroots of the community who they happen to be a part of. Uh, in the past, that the nonviolent movement was always led by the middle class blacks uh, who were interested in a black middle class problem. And uh, up until uh, the later days uh, of uh, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, you could see a uh, a, uh, a more of a merge uh, that Martin Luther King was making with the black militant. Because then he was he started. I believe that he started to realize uh, where the real strength was, and the real strength was uh, in the political power that we have and the political power is in the grassroots of the community who uh, don't believe in negotiating and uh, they uh, need representatives to negotiate for them as far as articulate a program uh, and articulate their desires but uh, they are the activists and they are the people who cause all change and uh, they're the makers of world history uh, as they've always been and um, now, the uh, as far as my uh, uh, running for office with the uh, Peace and Freedom Party uh, on a peace, uh, peace and Freedom Party ticket, um, is basically an educational thing for the community. Now the community can uh, renew their uh, respect for the political uh, uh, arena to the point where they, rea- they will realize then that what their desires are will be expressed and that uh, they will not be promised that the uh, the political representative or namely that if, that I couldn't um, make any changes and that I wouldn't promise any changes and I wouldn't compromise just so they don't want compromises. Uh, they want uh, freedom now and uh-huh. that... Uh, that I would go on doing primarily what uh, I was doing before I was educating the community and organizing the community into a political force so that uh, the black community will be able to gain uh, the victory that uh, we all must have but as far as um, uh, negotiating freedom in the political arena that uh, there's no Uh, we don't live on the illusion that uh, this is possible but uh, as a spokesman for the black community uh, the Black Panther Party uh, will uh, go on being the spokesman and uh, if the black community chooses to uh, elect uh, me for office then uh, then uh, they will see that uh, their their uh, voice will be heard. Uh, the community uh, will be organized, and, uh, there be of, uh, changes, and, uh, and there won't be any promises of small changes, and there won't be any promises of a gradual change, and there won't be promises of uh, wait until tomorrow and you'll gain your freedom. That. Uh, it was basically to uh, see if the black community, how much the black community identified with the uh, solutions that the Black uh, Panther Party has. Uh, if the black community uh, identifies, then we would know that we've reached, uh, uh, we've interpreted the, their desires in the correct perspective. If they, uh, if they disagree, then of course... Uh, I won't very many black people vote. So it's more or less an indication to uh, whether the Black Panther Party is doing the right thing. We don't claim that uh, we have all of the answers. Uh, We do promise uh, uh, in sincerity and attempt to uh, to, uh, uh, try to organize the desires of the community as we see it in some fashion, in some systematic fashion, so that it can be instituted.
0: Do you feel that uh, that you have any um, appreciable hostility uh, on the part of uh, the uh, black bourgeoisie? That's one of the things which is frequently said, is that, that uh, uh, there are many frightened black people who have uh, got jobs and uh, so on. Do you feel that they, uh, in fact, Identify uh, with with your program, even if they don't do so openly, or uh, that there is a, a genuine cleavage within the black community, as there is within the white community, between those people who approve the system and those people who disapprove the system. Um. Uh,
1: as as far as the, the black bourgeoisie is concerned, uh, that the the first thing we have to realize is they only represent about 2% of all black people in the country. Uh, most black people uh, are in the black lower class and that um, sometimes the black uh, middle class sees their interests uh, in, as a little different than uh, the interests of most black people. And, um, of course, some of them are... are. Uh, have very good jobs uh, a very high income and uh, are they're in privileged positions uh, black and uh, exploited and discriminated against but yet uh, their their uh, position is somewhat uh, privileged uh, attempt to uh, correlate it or related to uh, the general mass of black people and uh, I think that that uh, they are afraid of their position many times because they know who's in control and that's the white uh, power structure. So uh, some of the demands that we make that some members of the black bourgeoisie will speak against uh, and uh, even though in the long run that will be beneficial to them because the change will occur whether they like it or not because they don't represent the uh, majority of the people, of the black people. Um, But I think that the black bourgeoisie can can, uh, um, be be related to the historical privileged position of the house Negro, uh, that uh, even though we were enslaved, that uh, the house Negro or the house servant uh, received a little better treatment than uh, the Negroes that worked in the fields. And, uh, or the black people that worked in the fields. And uh, their interest sometimes was a little different because they were afraid that they too might be put out into the field if they didn't go along with the program of the house master who was uh, the white people uh, who owned the house. And um, that uh, sometimes uh, when the uh, field... Uh, uh, Black people would attempt to make changes uh, as far as uh, burning the master 's house down. They would be snitched off by the by the house negro. Uh, this didn 't happen in all cases in some cases, the house Negroes uh, made certain potions to poison the master and I think that this is uh, true uh even today that there's some uh who realize uh Uh, that they are enslaved as we are, and they are attempting to put poison into the system. Um, Generally speaking, uh, the black bourgeoisie will have to be put into line by the the masses of uh, of black people, and uh, the black bourgeoisie only exists in this privileged position because of the efforts and the, uh, the suffering of black people that uh, we have, now we have what you call uh, universal tokenism where uh, black people can, um, if, you, if you're privileged enough to get an education and it's providing that your family has a certain economical status to start with that uh, you're, you can get out of college and uh, even get a master's degree and you promise you can get any job that's uh, open practically uh, you can even get uh, high-ranking jobs in uh, in private businesses, uh, and this is to deceive the masses of black people to say, look at this man, that he's black and that uh, he has an education and he has this job, and uh, you could do the same thing. So uh, you should stop uh, pressing so hard upon us, and you shouldn't... Uh, uh cause uh, revokes uh because it's your own fault that you don't have the education and you could have it and we don't really discriminate because we have a black man here and um uh, black people have been disillusioned by this tactic uh but now we see that uh uh just employing one or two black people or uh, doesn't uh doesn't uh Mean that uh, the uh, all black people, if they receive an education and if they uh, had a, an income high uh, that they could uh, they could uh, or have an income high enough and then have an education, they could have this uh, this uh, position inside of the power structure. That uh, they realize that the power structure is unable to employ all of its people. Uh, it's a matter of fact against uh, the. Um, it's against the uh, the the whole logic of the whole system because the system, if it doesn't have anyone to exploit, then it uh, it uh, becomes threatened from within from uh, the people who are working because they see that uh, they uh, don't have control and then they just demand higher demands for to get an equal share of the wealth. In other words, that they see that where they're making a uh, hundred dollars a week that uh, the owners are making thousand dollars a week, but yet they're doing all the work they're producing the wealth for these private owners, and that uh, the um, the black people realize that uh, the first thing not uh, the first thing is not to get an education uh, because uh poor black people aren't they're too concerned about just uh, irking out a um uh, living to to eat each day uh, to clothe themselves to uh to uh, pay money or have the leisure time to get an education so the first thing is not an education the first thing is full employment with a high high standard so that then uh, uh, we can afford to educate our children and we will have the leisure then to uh to indulge in uh, certain uh, uh, academic pursuits so that we become very, uh, uh, cultivated. Um, so the first thing is, uh, first things first is, uh, full employment and, uh, that many people in the black bourgeoisie maybe they are deceived that I blah who can hardly eat each day, can uh, sacrifice uh, a member of the family to uh, to go to school. I think this is a, somewhat an absurd conclusion to reach, that the first thing is to straighten out the economical system, and then education
0: will follow. Would you like to discuss uh, any further the business of the police uh, and uh, also, uh, supposing the, the police were not uh, armed, uh, would that make any difference in the, in the attitudes of the, uh, of the people in the ghetto? In other words, does their power lie in, in their guns?
1: Well, you must realize that the uh, police force only uh, an extension... Of the military services that um, the police are, uh, the uh, they handle local security and uh, the National Guard international uh, security, uh, the National Guard national security and the Armed Forces international security. So uh, just disarming one segment of their army, their oppressive army w- would not uh, be sa- would not reach the satisfaction of uh, black people uh... that if they were to disarm totally disarm their uh... national guard and also their military then uh... we could talk about some uh... peaceful changes
0: are there any other uh... subjects that that occur to you you that you would like to talk about
1: uh... well to to uh, first, to clear this up, uh, that statement sounds somewhat absurd. Uh, even uh, you know, even think about uh, disarming their uh, national guard or their military, uh, and it's equally absurd to think that black people uh, will not talk about arms when you have an armed uh, administration to keep you in line and to keep you oppressed. Uh, <coughs> Any time that. You have a uh, a government that maintains a, a regular army and a regular police force, and uh, the people are disarmed, or a segment of the people are are disarmed. Then the people are either slaves or they're potential slaves any time that this uh, these administrators or this army decide to subject them to slavery. And uh, I think this is. Um, uh, this is about universally true, and uh, that I would like to uh, to uh, repeat for emphasis that either they're slaves or they're, they're subject to slavery, and uh, that's to answer the people who uh, point out that, uh, well, some governments uh, have an armed force, and the... the um, the people are not enslaved but uh, the people uh, are subject to slavery any time and I think that uh, that uh, that uh, historical events will bear me out that uh, for instance you get uh, many uh, military coups you had a coup in Algeria when Bambella was uh, ousted uh, by the military and uh, you had uh, a military coup when when uh, Nkrumah was ousted from uh, Ghana, and that uh, mm-hmm. one of the basic mistakes that these these men um, that uh, they didn't arm the people, so the people could be a uh, to keep the military in check, and that uh, the military, uh, whenever it got ready to, simply just took over the power. So uh, The people must uh, be armed uh, as long as the, the, the administrators maintain an armed body.